Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. Also streaming live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. I'm your host, Nick Gieber. Find me on Twitter, at Nick Gieber. You can see it down here if you're watching us. And right now there's nothing, so I'm looking like an idiot pointing downwards at nothing. But okay, hey, it's all good. At Nick Gieber, N-I-C-K. There it is. You see? Now it doesn't look so stupid. Hopefully, if you're listening to us on the radio, you're figuring out that we're also streaming live video on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We'd love to have you with us. By the way, we'd also love to have you participate in the show. All you have to do is fill out the comments section on any of our social media platforms, and we'll see it here in the studio. <clears throat> Today, January the 14th, 2020, is a very happy feast of the ass day today. I'm just going to leave it right there. But I will say this. The only person I know that really celebrates that these days on today is Kanye West. Okay, coming up, we have got a lot to get to today. We're going to talk AFC Championship game with the Duff man himself, Joe Duffy. Then we're going to have some NBA with the Triple B, Bookie Blaster Brown. Tony Brown will join me. We're going to talk Dallas, Golden State, Houston, Memphis, and New York, Milwaukee. That would be the Knickerbockers, of course. And finally, some college basketball with LT Gray, Tony, the Tiger Tellers, Duke Clemson, Kansas, Oklahoma, Maryland, Wisconsin, and TCU, WVU, West Virginia. We're going to give you all of these will be absolutely scot-free picks for you. And if you like free picks, there's no finer place than picksandparlays.net where we have an overabundance of free picks for you. And also 35 expert handicappers all chipping in with their advice and analysis. And if you want just a little bit more than the free picks, if you want those expert picks today, we have a special for you because we're feeling generous because it is Feast of the Ass Day. We don't want you to make an ass out of yourself when you go to bet. Feast on your winnings. 15% off. Use promo code TIE, T-I-E, at picksandparlays.net. All right, when we come back, we're going to get right to it with Joe Duffy. Let's talk about this insane AFC championship game ahead of us, Titans, Chiefs, right when we come back. Stay with us, picksandparlays.net. Welcome back to the show, Picks and Parlays on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we are with you live every day, Monday through Friday, uh, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. on the left coast on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network. And also streaming live throughout the day on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Join the show. Join in the show. All you have to do is fill out the comment section on our social media sites. We'll see it here in studio. And our Ace production team will put your comment up on the screen. And you can participate in the show. Rude is okay. I used to ban Not Too Rude, but I've decided to lift the ban on Not Too Rude. Just anything's good. Love to hear from you. Let's see if you want to participate. All right. We have a massive championship game coming up, uh, divisional championship game coming up. Uh, Titans at Chiefs. Joining me, the ugly brother of Sean Duffy, Joe Duffy. Joe, how are you doing, my friend? I'm doing pretty well. Uh, Sean is out celebrating Feast of the Ass, as most people are, and that 
Certainly, today's holiday would certainly explain my last two visits to the doctor, but that's for another story. <laughs> yes, exactly. At least it's of, not in, of and not in. Okay, uh, Doc Man, I know we're going to do the Titans at Chiefs, uh, but let's start off. Let's start off with a little bit of a of a curveball. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Any hockey? Any NBA? Anything else? Um, I mean, look, I do. I love hockey, but the the goofy thing is because you don't bet it. I haven't really followed it as much in recent years as I did growing up. But yeah, we can talk about the Suns and the Hawks. I mean, you know, that's a game that I definitely looking looking at. So should we talk about that? Yeah, let's give that a minute, and then we'll move along to Titans at Chiefs because a lot of people really want to know about the Titans at Chiefs. I'm just I'm just play, playing hard to get on Feast of the Ass Face. <laughs> yeah, well, that's quite appropriate. Uh, I knew a lot of people. That, none of them look like you, but I knew quite a few few people when I declared it Feast of the Ass Day, which used to be about 350 days a year. They're always playing hard to get. <laughs> All right, let's go. NBA, let's have it. Uh, you know, Trey Young is questionable, and that's uh, certainly, to say the least, going to affect the line. And it looks like he's probably, he could be a game-time decision. He's almost their entire offense, 28.9 points per game, 8.4 assists. But another reason why it's so big, it's a drop-off. Uh, Brandon Goodwin would get the start and play a lot of minutes, and he's a D-ligger. I mean, literally, is a D-ligger. Now, of course, John Collins is back from suspension, so the Hawks at least have a little bit of firepower. In fact, if Trey Young is able to play and, you know, play 38 minutes, at least they'll have a, you know, a nice number two guy to go along with them. But the Hawks have some other injuries uh, Bruno Fernando, backup center, averaging 11.9 minutes per game. He is probably not going to play. And then Alex Len, who's a, another very uh, solid center, nine points per game, 5.8 rebounds, 8.7 minutes. He's doubtful. So this is crazy. Um, you know, a lot of uh, injuries for the Hawks, and that's the key. But look, also for the Suns, keep an eye on Ricky Rubio. He's questionable. And he's, you know, finding a little bit of the fountain of youth is having a pretty good month, 8.8 points, 9. Uh, two assists, 4.7 rebounds, 1.3 steals in 33 and a third minutes. And, uh, you know, the kid, Akobo, uh, uh, um, will pick up more minutes if he does not play. Uh, Ellie Akobo, he's a very solid player. He's getting a little bit better. But, you know, both of these teams could be without their point guards. And if they are, the total would certainly drop like crazy. Do we have a total on this one or not yet? No, no. No, not, not at the time that we are uh, filing this. There's just way too many uh, question marks. But, I, I, you know, I do think when they open the total, um, you know, it'll probably drop it. It'll be pretty high, you know, like about 230 or so. But depending on the uh, injury stuff, it could definitely uh, plummet. All right, let's get to it. The match everybody, excuse me, the game everybody wants to talk about. Titans at Chiefs. The Tennessee Titans 11-7, 11-7 against the spread. The Giant Killers. The Godzilla Slayers, uh, having gone to New England, beat the Patriots, Baltimore, beat the Ravens. You know, the funny thing is, is they've been into both these games as big dogs, came up winners. Uh, they held Baltimore to just 12 points, New England to 13, uh, under, uh, uh, held New England to 13, which was actually the under for both games. They turned three Ravens turnovers into points. Uh, they, but the Chiefs only average one turnover a game could be a problem. Adam Humphreys, Jay and Brown, Cody Hollister all out and for the Chiefs. Beat the Texans. Insane comeback win. Wild game, I have to say, actually. 
Uh, but I guess when you get the Chiefs and the Texans, it sounds wild, doesn't it? Like almost like some sort of Western movie. Okay, uh, the key will be if the Kansas City rush can get to Tannehill. Some of this will depend on Chris Jones's health, although they did okay without him. Uh, they've won seven straight by an average of 15.8 points. Kansas City, seven and a half point favorites. Are we underestimating the Titans again? Total 52, question mark, question mark. Duffy, far away. Well, look, whether the answer is going to come in two words, Derrick Henry, he's having obviously one of the greatest postseasons literally um, ever. In fact, three straight games going back to their must-win game in week uh, 17. Three straight games he's rushed for over 180 yards. First person in history to do that. But the bad news for the Titans is he's certainly going to have to do it four games in a row for them to go to the Super Bowl and maybe even four games in a row to cover. Um, he did have 96 carries in those three games. Um, he's obviously a beast, um, but still, when he's handing out that pounding, he's taking some pounding as well. Ryan Tannehill, fortunately, they've been able to take the ball out of his hands. He only has 15 completions in those two games combined. Uh, keep in mind, the teams that overcame a 16-point or more deficit in the playoffs, only one and six straight up, two and five against the spread. Of course, that would say the favor of the Chiefs. Also, the, the Chiefs uh, run defense, one of the most improved in the NFL. Seventh worst run defense, but the fifth best overall in the final six weeks of the regular season. If their run defense uh, is able to slow down the Henry, or of course, if this just wear and tear, like I said, 96 carries in three games, if that catches up to him, then the Titans have no chance. I mean, there's no way, you know, Derrick Henry is going to rush for 80 yards and uh, the Titans to have any chance in this game. Uh, the Titans are actually seven and three straight up on the road. Kansas City, 6-3 and three straight up at home. Road underdogs of seven or more, despite having a better away winning percentage than the home team's home winning percentage, is a, uh, a fade at 23-35. and 35. That would say to fade Tennessee. However, rarely applies in the playoffs where it is actually 3-2. and two. And all in all, you know, playoff dogs do well. It's the one time of the year that the public actually likes to bet underdogs. But playoff dogs are 6.5 or more. A pretty solid 48 and 34 against the spread. My pick here, though, I think the Titan strategy is obvious. They're going to run Henry as early and as often as they can. They're not going to pass the ball unless they have to. I think they're going to try to shorten this game. And look, they have a chance to do that in the first quarter. They may have to adjust their strategy. But I think the best play here is under the 10 in the first quarter. Under the 10 and under 10 in the first quarter is a good play. By the way, uh, Al Ninos writes to us. He says, Henry is a beast. And I will say about this, Al, I am a beast. All right. Premier League this weekend, 8 of 10, Al Ninos. 8 out of 10. You don't get better than that. But let's get back to this. I have to ask you this. <clears throat> you know, even you sound like you are skeptical. But, you know, the Titans went and beat the team starting with the Patriots, and everyone said, oh, you know, it'll be business as usual once the playoffs start. And then, of course, yeah. the Patriots had to play this wild card game, and, oh, they'll breeze through that, and, you know, didn't happen. Then, as even I said on this show, they're going to hit a brick wall of the Ravens. Well, that didn't happen. Yeah. You know, are we overlooking momentum? Are we overlooking belief? Are we overlooking Tannehill? Are we overlooking this squad? I will say this. This reminds me, and I haven't really seen anyone else make this analogy. Somebody somewhere probably did, but it kind of reminds me of the Ravens team that won the Super Bowl where they had Trent Dilfer, an underachieving quarterback, journeyman quarterback, all of a sudden had a career year and had the type of year that was expected when uh, they drafted him. 
and now Ryan, well, when he was first drafted, and then Ryan Tannehill, um, it's one of the, or I'm sorry, yeah, both Tampa and Baltimore. I'm confused, but both Tampa and Baltimore, and when Baltimore won it, uh, Jamal Lewis was obviously a guy who, um, great run, reminds me a lot of Travis Henry, kept the defense off of the field. So, yeah, this this is one of those cases where it can be like a Tampa and a Baltimore where they want it, where they're getting good play out of their quarterback, good running games, keeping the defense off of the field. Look, Tannehill's numbers, despite the fact he hasn't been throwing much, they've been great ever since he took over as a starter. So, yeah, I mean, they got this far. I mean, the storybook season could continue, but Travis Henry's still going to have to carry the ball like 35 times and right, get up 150 yards. Joe Duffy, always a pleasure. Got to go. Be right back. Welcome back to the show. Picks and parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network and streaming live YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Just a reminder, once this show has concluded, if you're saying to yourself, oh, I missed all these great free picks, don't worry. You can see replays of the show on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter, and of course on our podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network, B-L-E-A-V. Show is up there if you want to download it onto your I don't know, do we even do pod, iPods? No one has that anymore. Onto your iPhone or your Android and, you know, go to the gym, sweat with the oldies. Al Nino says, great picks, Nick. Al, I always give great picks. Let's be honest. We're talking Premier League football there, but that's not what we're talking about this time round. Now it's time to talk about some NBA action. Uh, let's bring in our superlative expert himself, the Triple B bookie. Buster Brown. We we're going to call you Blaster, but I like Buster better. Hey, Tony, how's it going? Bookie Buster, Bookie Blaster, it don't matter as long as we make it some money, right? Yeah, well, happy Feast of the Ass Day to you, sir. Mm, delicious. Thank you. Ah, ah, all right. <laughs> uh, let's get to it, shall we? Uh, let's start. We have uh, three games to talk about. Uh, let's start with uh, the one that, to me, is seems to be the biggest mismatch here, and we have, we have quite a few. Um, I'm not even talking about the Knicks Bucks because that would be that's not even is that even a mismatch? I'm talking about Dallas Golden State because Dallas 25 uh, 24 and 15 20 18 and 1 against the spread. They're 5 and 5 though coming off a, a win over the Sixers. 12 and 5 straight up and against the spread on the road. Porzingis is a question mark for this game which is a problem. Uh, the total is over in four of the last six for the Mavs but Golden State Warriors. Oh my 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 my. What can you say about this team? They're 9 and 32, 19, 21 and 1 against the spread. They're 2 and 8. They lost the last eight in a row. Last outing was a 20 point loss to the Grizzles. Ugh. 6 and 13 straight up at home. 8 and 28 as a dog. <laughs> Steph Curry, Clay Thompson, Kevon Looney, Damian Lee, Jordan Poole, all injured. And I'm pretty sure by the time we've, this show is finished, they'll have another three or four injuries to throw in. This team is just decimated. I believe they've called up my uh, my 11-year-old's elementary school team to come uh, provide them some manpower assistance. The total's gone under in five of the last six for the Warriors. Dallas, nine-point road favorites, total 223. I mean, what are we talking here, uh, uh, Triple B? I mean, Dallas just going to go to absolute town and just score a billion buckets? I mean, a total of 223? Yeah, I mean, like you said, these games aren't played on paper, so we can run the stats out there all we want to, and anything can happen, as we've seen with these wild card weekend upsets and stuff. But at the end of the day, 
these are upsets for a reason and these are big underdogs for a reason because it rarely happens. Yeah. And if you just go with the numbers alone, the Golden State Warriors are losing at a four to one pace. So for every one win, they're going to lose four games. They're on an eight game losing streak. And and what's really telling is the show me test. Forget the numbers. They lost by 20 to Memphis. Memphis is one of the worst teams in the yeah. NBA this year. So if you lose into the bad teams, Luka Doncic is the current MVP favorite. Mavericks are going to tear him up. The only reason this thing is in double digits is because it's a road game for Dallas. Other than that, this thing will be at like 14, 15 points. I like the Mavericks minus the nine easy. Mavericks first half minus four and a half. Mavericks first quarter. Just lay it all on the Mavericks in this game. This should be a no-brainer, easy money. Well, the Mavericks' form in the last 10 has been off quite a bit. I mean, they've, they're only 5 of 5 of the last 10. Not that I think the Warriors are going to present them a problem, by the way. But, but what do you attribute this, uh, this drop in form for the Mavs? The thing about Dallas is they, they have a tough schedule. Uh, of those 10 games, the last two alone were just against the Lakers and the Clippers. They got a yeah. win against the Clippers, but they took a loss to the Lakers. So the 500 mark in the last 10 is about basically just their schedule. We're looking at the overall body of work and the players. And then and this one, to be honest, more than betting on Dallas, I'm just betting against the other team, man. Yeah, like, no, sometimes it, like, you can't cap it. You just got to look at what you see in front of you. Fair enough, fair enough. I, I get it. All right, let's talk about another uh, big mismatch here, shall we? Uh, the Knickerbockers, 11 and 29, 20 and 20 against the, the spread. Uh, they're 4 and 6. Uh, 124 to 121 win against Miami snapped a five-game cooler that they were on. They're five and 16 straight up, 11 and 10 against the spread on the road. Marcus Morris is out, but Reggie Bullock, uh, Frank Tillichinia. <laughs> it's one of those unpronounceable names. And Mitchell Robinson should be back. Total's gone over in five of the last six. I practiced that name, by the way, but now you know okay. practice does not indeed make perfect. All right. <laughs> and as for the Bucks, they're uh, 35 and six. I mean, look, this team's on fire. I don't know what to say. 23 and 18 against the spread. They're eight and two. They won the last three in a row. Most recently, a 122 to 101 win over the Blazers. They're top of the East. A seven-game cushion. 18 and two straight up. 11-9 against the spread at home. Total's gone under in four of the last five against the Knicks. You want to talk about a big spread here? 16 and a half point home favorites for the Bucks. But I didn't get a total. Maybe they ran out of zeros. What say you, Triple B? <laughs> I mean, like I said about the last game, the uh, home court advantage makes a difference. The reason Dallas was only nine instead of the double digits because they were on the road. The reason we get the double digits in this Milwaukee game is because Milwaukee's at home. And with only two losses on their home court, they're the NBA's best home team. This game is yeah. a matchup of actually the exact polar opposites in the league. The Milwaukee Bucks are the best. The Knicks are the worst. The Bucks score the most. Literally, the Knicks are the lowest scoring team. This is just two headed in totally different directions. Knicks are rebuilding, and the Bucks are looking for a championship. Lay that big number and don't even worry about it. They win this one by 20-plus. All right, fair enough. Um, let's move on. Next one, <laughs> Rockets versus Grizzlies. Now, listen, before we get to it, I want to talk about Andre Iguodala at, at Memphis because, I mean, he hasn't played. They're, they're trying to use him as some sort of trade bait to get a good number for him. To, uh, re to rebuild the team around. Where's that going? Because, you know, I don't know, how old is the guy, number one? And number two, uh, the longer it goes, I think the less money they're going to get for him. What do you think? 
Yeah, for sure. I mean, they, they want too much for him. Andre Iguodala is a good player, and he will be a good role player, fill-in, fit-in player, but they're trying to ask for top-round picks. They're trying to ask for big money. Like, everybody knows he's trade bait, too. It's not like he wants right. to play in Memphis. It's not like they want him there, so... It's not I like he Memphis is playing is in Memphis, up. let's be honest. I mean, he's not. He's, he's right. you know... He's going to end up, to me, he's going to end up like Anthony Davis. He's going to get the, the GMs and that stuff over there fired. You know what I mean? Like, they knew yeah. they were supposed to let go of Davis the year before. They didn't, and everything that happened, he went to the Lakers. It was all the same. Let this guy go, get rid of him, get some young talent in there, and, I mean, it's just a circus at this point. And a really reason I'm kind of upset is because the Lakers are one of the teams that are interested in him, and we definitely could use him. So I want him to get this Absolutely. thing on the roll so we can pick him up. Hey, you know another way GMs can get fired? They can cheat. Well. They can go to the video room <laughs> and they can look at, you know, signals. Never mind. That's the story for another day. Right. Okay. Houston Rockets at Memphis Grizzlies. The Rockets 26 and 12, 19 and 19 against the spread. 7 and 3 coming off a win against the Wolves, Timberwolves. 12 and 8 straight up, 9 11 against the spread away. They're five and a half games back from the conference leading Lakers. Okay. Russell Westbrook's out. Uh, they've got. Uh, Someone else coming back whose name I can't read. They're six and one straight up in the last seven against Memphis. Hey, it is feast of the ass day. All right. right. Um, the Grizzles, on the other hand, uh, the Grizzlies, eight and 22, 21, 18 and one against the spread. Seven and two on a five game winner, though, uh, which started with that win over the Clippers. They're 10 and 12 straight up, 12 and 10 against the spread at home. Total's gone over in 12 of the last 16. We just talked about Andre Iguodala. Uh, but the Rockets, road favorites, four and a half points. Total 238 on this one. Uh, how do you see this one, Triple B? This is my game of the night. Uh, we got a big max bet on this one because we're in a great spot here. With uh, Russell Westbrook going out, we get some points knocked off. And with the Rockets being on the road, we get some points knocked off. And Memphis is on a five-game winning streak. We got some points knocked off. This should be another one of those double-digit spreads, you know what I mean? Russell Westbrook, yeah. this is his first year with the Rockets. So even with him out, there's still the Rockets that have been killing people with Jay Martin. So I don't think that's going to make much of a difference. All good things come to an end. Memphis is one of the worst teams in the league. They're 8-22, and 22, and they just went on a five-game win streak. So yeah. that's not going to sustain. I think the Rockets take this one by double digits. James Harden has a field day against that defense, and the four points is going to be easy. We're going to put a max bet on that one, and that's my game of the night. Oh, really? Big free yes, pick sir. for you. You heard it from Triple B right here. Game of the night. Double digits, he's saying, for the Rockets. They're only at four and a half right now. Rockets at Grizzlies. This is a game, obviously, for today, February the 14th. So, January the 14th. Forget it. I don't know. <laughs> Are you ready for month, Valentine's but Day? But never mind. Uh, <laughs> El Chino Tacos wants to give a shout out to you, Triple B. He puts up your Twitter handle. Uh, Truman, actually, I believe you are TSG, right? You are TSG Sports. Yeah, but TSG just... at Twitter, but on Truman Sports Group on Instagram, man. You can find me everywhere if you want to make some money betting sports. All right, there you have it from Triple B himself. By the way, right now we have a special. If you want any of the Bookie Blasters picks, his expert picks, they're up there on the site for you. You can get them because right now we have a special offer. Very rarely do we do this. 15% off. Promo code TIE, T-I-E, in celebration of Feast of the Ass Day. It is indeed. I got one more for you guys, man. I heard you talking about some hockey. I know it's a lot of hockey fans out there, and we do bet hockey over here. Let's so do it. I got a hockey free pick if we got the time. Slide the hockey pick in. You got 30 seconds. 
We're going with the Blackhawks on the money line over the Senators. The Senators are on a seven-game losing streak. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Look for Chicago to steal that one on the road and the money line. What is the money line on that, Triple B? Chicago is actually getting plus 120. Ooh, a little plus, plus money on the money line. Doesn't get better than that. Tony Brown, always a pleasure and a privilege. We'll have you on again soon. Actually, you're coming in studio next time. You can ride your ass all the way over here and get into the studio with us. Okay, the ass jokes. They're going to they're gonna go at some point, guys. Uh, probably the end of today's show because tomorrow will be a different holiday that we can talk about. All right, hope you're enjoying the show. You can find us on the internet, picksandparleys.net. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook. Just search Picks and Parleys or hashtag Parley Radio. All right, I'm going to take a break. Be right back in just a couple of minutes. Going to talk a little college basketball with El Tigre, the Tiger, Tony Tellers, after the break. Welcome back to the show. Picks and parlays. Just finishing some of my notes there, putting a little sharp note to some of these picks we have coming up. Welcome back, Mick Eber, with you. Find me on Twitter at Mick Eber. By the way, if you like Premier League football, you know what, the round stuff, not the, the oblong one. You can find me Monday through Friday on Sirius XM 211, Dan Patrick Sports, bringing you the best of the global game with Fifth Street Soccer. In the meantime, let's talk some college basketball with our good friend, Comandante El Tigre himself, Tony Tellez. Tony, good to be with you. Hey, pleasure to be here, Nick. Uh, talk some college basketball, not too far away from March Madness. You know, before you know it, we'll, we'll, March will be here, and uh, we got what uh, about a couple months left of regular season basketball. A lot of the teams now rounding into form. They got to pile up some wins here in, in conference play to get into the into the big dance. Yeah. By the way, speaking of basketball, what are we only a month away from the NBA All Star game? I mean, uh, yeah, we're not too far away from that as well. But uh, yeah. you know, it's funny. Once once the big dance is over, the NBA playoffs is a week away. So man, basketball really flies here this time of the year. Now that football yeah, really is does. in the rearview mirror. It really does. Well, let's start. We've got uh, four games that we've picked for our listeners and viewers today where our star handicapper, Tony Teller, is going to give you some free picks. Let's start, shall we? Uh, let's just randomize this a little bit. Let's start, shall we, in the ACC. Duke at Clemson. The Blue Devils, 15-1, 10-6 against the spread. They're 9-1, Tony. They haven't lost since November the 26th. The most recent win was by 31 points against Wake Forest. They're 4-0 straight up, 3-1 against the spread away, 5-0 in conference play. They're fourth in the NCAA in scoring. The totals have gone over in 10 of the last 15. I wonder if those two things are somehow connected, question mark. Uh, the Clemson Tigers, 8-7, 9-6 against the spread. 4-6, they won the last two games, most recently a three-point win over UNC. They're 6-4 straight up and against the spread at home, and they're 2-3 in conference, 3-12 straight up at home versus Duke. And Duke, double-digit favorites, Tony. Ten-and-a-half-point favorites, total of 135.5. Am I missing anything on this one, or does this seem to be pretty much uh, by the book? Yeah, that's the line here with Duke. Of course, they piled up wins against some of the lower-tier teams in the ACC. That schedule is now going to start getting tougher. Remember, Duke is a very young team. Remember last year that Zion Williamson, a lot, a lot of people felt that they were more talented last season. Uh, their own loss did come to Stephen F. Austin, but they've recovered. But now the schedule is going to get tougher. And when you go in, in, in the, on the road to Clemson, you better be ready because Clemson, a very good defensive team. And I'll take the 10.5 points in this yeah. one. I can't ignore 
Recent performance here by the Tigers, post an 11-point home win to NC State. Then on Saturday, go on the road and beat North Carolina uh, by three in overtime uh, at home. As we talked about, the Tigers defend well, holding opponents to 39% shooting. You know, Duke, again, they're going to be facing this. Uh, they're a young team, uh, again, and a lot of freshmen. They're talented, though, but Clemson, young as well. But they, they've played a really tough non-conference schedule. Get them ready for ACC play. Mm -hmm. uh, Tigers do have a winning record overall at, at uh, home, home spread record. So I'll go ahead and take the 10.5 points here with Clemson. You're going to take the 10.5 with Clemson. Okay, fair enough. Uh, you know, one of the things with young teams, Tony, is that they tend to be um, – they tend to be uh, a little, shall we say, I won't say unreliable, but they're all over the place. You know, they can get very streaky. Yeah, very streaky. I think we're catching Clemson here on a win streak here. And, of course, Duke facing a, probably their toughest road test here, true road game here in Clemson in conference. It's always tough to win conference games over there. And, again, Clemson, just a big team, good height and, and good inside play. Uh, I would definitely take the points in this one. All right, next up, the Kansas Jayhawks against the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, the Jayhawks 12 and 3, 8 and 7 against the spread. This one in the Big 12. They're 8 and 2. They lost to Baylor, just snapped a two game winning streak for the Kansas. Uh, they're 3 and 1 straight up, 2 and 2 away. That's against the spread, of course. They're 2 and 1 in conference. Uh, Devon Dotson is unlikely to play, but Marcus Garrett is, should be okay to play. Under is in five of the last five games, they've gone under the total. The Sooners 11 and 4, 5 9 and 1 against the spread. They're 6 and 4. They lost the last outing to Iowa State. They're 6-0 straight up, 1-4-1 against the spread when they play at home. They're 2-1 in conference, 3-7 head-to-head -head in the last 10 versus the Jayhawks. So history not really on their side, I would say. The total has gone under in all of their last five games. And I didn't get a total on this one, Tony, but I did get Kansas as seven-point road favorites. Yeah, I just saw seven-point favorites. I didn't have the total because of the Dotson injury. And this is a key, a key player out. For Kansas, it looks like he will be out with that hip pointer. Very, it's a painful injury. Bill Self said that today in the press conference with Dodson. He's the leading scorer for Kansas. And uh, for that reason, I'm going to take Oklahoma here plus the seven. You know, the Sooners, perfect 6-0 and on the home court. They defend holding teams to 38% shooting. 2-1 and one in the in the Big 12. They get come off a win by five to Kansas State. Then they go to Texas and beat Shaka Smart and the Texas Longhorns by 10 points. I like I like that. Of course, uh, Dodson exited that game against Baylor. Yeah, and that's how Kansas loses at home. Of course, they also dropped a road game to Villanova. So uh, we've seen Kansas drop games here against really good competition. Against the Big 12, the Jayhawks really have struggled from three. And on the defensive glass, Oklahoma has the size here to, to work inside, and they've limited their turnovers. Shot well around the bucket in conference play. Third in offensive efficiency facing the Big 12. And I like Lon Kruger as a head coach at home. Does, his, his teams are always disciplined. They play defense. I'll take Oklahoma here at plus the seven. Yeah, so answer me this on this one. Hmm, is there any va is there any chance of a little money line play with Oklahoma? Any kind of upset here? Well, you know that that is a, a possibility there. I mean, I, I would say here uh, in this in this contest, especially at home, I think Oklahoma would would would, would you might want to, to sprinkle a little bit on the money line in this one. I think this would be you know a good spot it because it's the, I did not look it up because I was focused to a lot on the spread here. But uh, let's see if I can pull up a Why money line. Why spread when you can money line and take those big payouts yeah, all the can. way to the it's bank? Yeah, you can. seven-point spread should be a nice little return for you here. But, nope, they're not up yet. Not they're up. not up yet. All right, well, because as I looked at these, I, I was with you. I mean, I thought Oklahoma's home record is really very, very good. And uh, with Dotson out for the Jayhawks, and they're really going to come up against a good team. Anything's possible, right? Anything's possible. All right.
Absolutely. Um, next up, let's talk about some horny frogs, shall we? Uh, the TCU <laughs> Horn Frogs against the West Virginia Mountaineers. Uh, another Big 12 matchup here. TCU 12 and 3, 6 and 8 against the spread. 8 and 2, they won the last four in a row, including a win over Oklahoma State. 1 and 0 straight up and against the spread away from home. 3 and 0, perfect so far in conference play. Total's gone under in five of the last seven. The Mountaineers, uh, 13 and 2, 96 against the spread. 8 and 2 on a two game winner, beating Texas Tech 65 54. They're 7 and 0 straight up, 4 and 3 against the spread at home. Another team with a great home record right there. 8-2 head-to-head against TCU. History on their side. Total's gone under in all of their last eight games. It is 128.5 is the total points. And the Mountaineers are almost 10-point favorites. That seems to me, against a team that's currently running 8-2, to be just, I don't know. I mean, they, yeah, the Mountaineers have a great home record, but that seems a little bit high, don't you think, Tony? Yeah, it's high because it's very difficult to play West Virginia because they play this really pressure style defensively that makes it difficult for opposing offenses. And uh, you know, Mountaineers they go deep and they, they use they use their bench. They almost have like two starting lineups, and it's pressure, pressure, pressure on the ball constantly. So that's why you see this nine and a half points. And at TCU, um, well, I, I, they're not they haven't really faced a tough tough uh, non-conference schedule. As you talked about, West Virginia perfect seven zero at home. They're holding teams at thirty six percent shooting. They force turnovers. And they defended even better against the Big 12, holding, holding their Big 12 opponents to 32% shooting and 15% from the three-point line. There you go. It's the defense. And, you know, opposing coaches, opposing players see this, and it can really get in their heads. And, and one thing to note here on the offensive glass, Mountaineers have been very good this season. You know, we talked about uh, the biggest test for the Horn, Horn Frogs this year was a game against Xavier at home. They lose 67-59. Mm -hmm. And they sit near the bottom of college basketball in free throw shooting, just 62%. It's been worse against the Big 12, 56% from the free throw line. Not an efficient shooting team, especially around the bucket. And uh, I'm going to go ahead and lay the 9.5 with West Virginia. That pressure style defense is going to force turnovers and make things difficult for this TCU team. All right, so 7-0 at home, and they can take up serpents. Incredible stuff for West Virginia. Okay, uh, next up, let's go to Maryland at Wisconsin. This is a Big 10. We just downgrade a little bit, you know, two down from the 12, down to the 10. It's the mathematics. The Terrapins, 13-3, and 7-9 against the spread. They're 7-3. They lost the last outing to Iowa by 18 points. They're 0-3 straight up and against the spread on the road, yet to win 3-2 and two in conference play. Total's gone under in four of the last five for the Terrapins. And the Wisconsin Badgers... 10 and 6, 8 and 8 against the spread. 6 and 4 coming off a win over Penn State. They're 7 and 1 straight up, 4 and 4 against the spread at home. 3 and 2 in conference play. Their home record probably a little deceptive there. Total is under in four of the last five. Uh, Wisconsin, two point home favorites, 124 and a half. Um, I mean, they're 10 and 6. They, it seems like unless they're playing at home, they don't win. But this is at home, so it's good for them. What say you, Tony? Yeah, Wisconsin, you see them a lot in the, uh, you know, those, uh, holiday tournaments, a lot of neutral court games. So they've been really tested uh, preseason. Of course, they really get, they really crank up, get ready for conference play here. And I'll take the home team, Wisconsin Badgers minus. So, you know, these home teams in the Big Ten, they do very well. It's hard to win on the road in the, in the Big Ten, as you mentioned, with Maryland struggles. You know, 7-1 are the Badgers at home. But more importantly, they shoot the ball well at home, 47%. And they're holding opponents to 40% shooting. And we look at a current form defensively, past five games, holding opponents at 36% shooting. I like that defense. Now, Maryland, 
They failed to cover five of their past seven. They've lost all three of their two road games uh, with two coming against Big Ten opponents. Uh, Maryland, they've really struggled offensively in the Big Ten. Worst in turnovers and, uh, and worst in, with their two-point shooting around the bucket. They've also struggled with the three-point shot against conference opponents. Against the Big Ten, Terrapin shooting only 36%, 28% from three. Those shooting numbers are terrible. Now you're going in a road in a difficult spot at Wisconsin. I'll take Wisconsin with a short price here at minus two. Okay, Wisconsin minus two it is. All right, Tony, a little bit of time left. We've got about, uh, I don't know, three and a half minutes. Uh, let's talk about this AFC Championship game, shall we? Uh, the Titans against the Chiefs. Uh, anything that you're seeing in there that we haven't, uh, that we haven't touched on yet? You know, I'm looking here at, the, at this uh, Titans team, and it's pretty much has been Derrick Henry show. You know, we've seen, we've seen, but one thing to note here, I do want to mention this about the Chiefs. We've seen the Chiefs secondary give up big plays. And with the Titans' success on the ground, I think it could spark big plays by this Tennessee Titans in, in the passing game. And uh, that's why I like, I like the, taking the points here in this one, uh, because if Henry can have, and Henry has had success uh, in his past two meetings against the Chiefs. And uh, I think it, it can really open it up. I think Chiefs will have trouble. Of course, you know, Rabel's a very smart coach. If they keep the ball on the ground, they, they run that playcock down, it keeps Mahomes off the field. One of the reasons why the Texans lost, they blew that lead, is because they couldn't run the football. They yeah. could have run the football, been more balanced, controlled the clock. Instead, they were making mistakes. It seemed every time, you know, in that, in that, in that uh, run for the Chiefs when they scored 41 straight points, it seemed like they had the ball right away, right? Like the Texans could not generate any drives and, yeah. and, and work clock and, and, and rest their defense. Their defense was yeah, taxed because they were, they, were, they were on the field too much. Yeah, their game management yeah. was not great. I, I agree. Uh, yeah. I, I was surprised, and against, Yeah, against a team like the Chiefs, the best recipe is run the football, and that's what you can do. Run the football, take time on the clock. Mahomes, they get, you know, these players, they get anxious. You see, you see how amped up they are. If they're not on the field, they start to cool down a little bit. So I think this, I think this is a, a good recipe here for the Titans. It's like they did before, they've, they've allowed, what, 12 and a half points a game. No one mm -hmm. scored more than 13 on them on the playoffs. They go in New England win, go into Baltimore and win. And uh, I think that they're definitely a live underdog here against KC because we just saw, saw KC put up 51. Everyone thinks, wow, they're going to blow out the Titans, you know, at four straight road game. But you know what? I, I, I said this earlier. I think this, this, this year could be a surprise. I thought there was yeah. a lot of parity at the top in the NFL this year. And, and, and Tony, lost thought on that. You know, that's what people said about the Patriots. That's what people said about the Ravens. So be careful what you say. Uh, learn from your mistakes. I think this could be a lot closer than people think. Tony Tellez, LT Gray, thank you. Always a pleasure to have you with us. You can find Tony at picksandparlays.net. Right now, you can get all of his expert picks for 15% off. Use promo code TIE, T-I-E, and help yourself to one of our best handicappers that we have right there, Tony Tellez. All right, going to come right back. After the break, picksandparlays.net, in case you missed anything. Stay with us. Welcome back. Picks and Parlays here on the Sports Byline Broadcast Network, where we're with you each and every weekday, 4 p.m. on the East Coast, 1 p.m. on the West. And if you're somewhere in the middle, you can figure it out. <laughs> and we're also streamed live throughout the day at YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. We've had a very busy show starting with some AFC Championship talk, then moving on to some NBA and finally some college basketball. In case you missed any of the picks we had for you, let's recap them right now. And we'll start with our AFC Championship game with Joe Duffy. Now, Joe's saying take the under 10 points in the first quarter for this Titans at Chiefs for this AFC Championship game. 
That's Duffy's Picks, and we'll be doing more of this particular game during the week, so stay tuned here at Picks and Parlays. Of course, we then did some NBA with the Triple B himself, Tony Brown. Bucks at Knicks, take the Bucks minus 16 and a half. Houston at Memphis, take Houston minus five. Dallas at Golden State, he said, take Dallas minus nine. And then we topped it off with some college collegiate basketball. Duke at Clemson. Oh, with Tony Tellers, by the way. Duke at Clemson. We said, take the Tigers. The Clemson Tigers, plus 10.5. Kansas at Oklahoma. Take Oklahoma, plus 7. And finally, Maryland at Wisconsin. Uh, take the Wisconsin Badgers, minus 2. Uh, we think of Monty Python with that one. But TCU at West Virginia. Take West Virginia, minus 19.5. Those were Tony Tellers' picks. And if you missed any part of this show and you're just kicking yourself because you missed it, all the entertainment that we bring you here for free, okay, free. It's not like I'm putting up my PayPal saying send me money. Well, wait a minute, maybe I'll, okay, anyway. All this entertainment, if you missed any of it, you can always watch it again. YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, our network, our very own podcast network, the Believe Podcast Network. You can find this show right after its conclusion. And finally, before I let you go, just a quick reminder, all of our expert picks are 15% off today. Go to the website, picksandparlays.net, load up with all the expert picks from any one of our 35 cappers and help yourself to a 15% discount. Use promo code TIE, T-I-E. Until then, enjoy the rest of the feast of the ass. And this ass will be back with you tomorrow. Cheers. Until then, bet, win, repeat. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.